Welcome to ISO the Buns Podcast. So, I don't really have much to talk about before this episode, but I will say that I am mere days away from embarking on my month-long Buns-only journey. And what does that mean? That means I won't be spending any money on anything other than my mortgage, of course, because I can't trade for that. But I won't be spending any money on anything, and anything that I need or want will have to come from Buns. So if I want to see a movie, I'm going to have to Buns a movie pass. If I want to eat food, which I obviously want to do, I'm going to have to Buns some food. So keep your eye out for me. Add me on, um, or get the Buns app and find me. My name is Koji, K-O-H-J-I. You can always email me, podcast at buns.com, but I'll be doing all my trading through the app so I can keep track of it all. I'll be posting daily Snapchats. I'll get you the information for that soon. And I think there'll be an Instagram and a Twitter and all this stuff and videos every week so that you can keep track of what's going on. Keep me honest. And the big thing is, all as well, I'm going to be trading for clothes. So I will let buns dress me. Anyway, more on that soon. Find me on the app, Koji. Here's the show. Welcome to This Week in Buns. Hi, Buns. My name is Koji Nagata. And I'm Callie B. Yeah, we're trying out this whole new intro thing. I feel like we need to add a little bit more to it. It needs a little bit of flavor. (laughs) But I'm not sure. I'm not sure how. So... Uh, yeah, this weekend buns. Actually, just, uh, how was your weekend, Callie, before we get hot, into it? Real hot and long, and I worked. It was kind of a boring weekend. I worked and I hung out with my family. It was nice. Yeah, there you Not go. Not much to report otherwise. I also hung out with my family. We had a little kind of, family reunion isn't the right word, because all of my mom's family lives in or around Toronto, so it's not exactly a reunion. We see each other all the time, but we had a giant family get-together. That was pretty good. I enlightened some people as to what buns is and uh they're all really excited about it so hopefully i can convince them to trade me some food (laughs) no just kidding i'm not gonna get my family involved do they know that you're doing buns timber not really no they even know what buns is i've explained it to my parents a couple of times well they know now and it's been in the news and stuff and my family's really big on reading and watching the news so they're they know that much of it they still don't really understand they're like but like why? Why do people do it? Um, you know, and I'm like, well, you know, some people just don't have money to buy these things or they just enjoy trading or they don't want things to go to waste, like kind of save the environment. Yeah, man. Deal. Like if I'm not using it, someone else might as well. Exactly. Anyway, speaking of uh, things that other people aren't using, um, Jimmy posted in Buns. All right, Buns, get Swifty. I kind of only mentioned it because he mentioned get, shw- <laughs> get Swifty. But uh, he's got some tasty tomatoes. His dad started growing um, a bunch of tomatoes in their backyard and now has 45 pounds of tomatoes. Holy schmoly. So uh, he's like, what do you got? ISO, nothing specific. Just name your trade. Now, you know, I'm hoping that a few more of these come up in the in the next few weeks so that I can, you know, take advantage of them. Right. This one's a little bit too early. 
I can't trade for tomatoes now and I would love them. some tomatoes. Are they all spoken for? Send I don't, me the link to this, please. I don't <laughs> think so. I mean, that's a giant batch of tomatoes he's got. But, you know, I, I'm also using this as a clever segue into saying that I'm going to need some food pretty soon. So, Buns, uh, you know, show me what you got and, and hook me up with some food. I'm looking at you, Jimmy. I'm looking at you. All right. Well... I don't actually have too much for this week on buns, but one of the really nice things that happened is uh, Dave posted in Helping Zone, uh, and his post says, I know places like Walmart and G2 Boutique have good back-to-school sales, but does anyone know of secondhand or donation places for back-to-school supplies? I'm a social housing worker, and I have about 23 kids from low income going back to grade school in September, and I'd like to ease the burden on their parents. I only have about $50 total, so I can't buy each of them $20 backpacks or $5 pencil cases. And there was just an outpouring of support. Like, there's 83 comments on this post. And um, everyone was, like, not only offering suggestions on where he could get stuff, but asking uh, where they could donate and that they wanted to help out stuff a backpack and sponsor one of his kids and... Everything was just like so heartwarming. So I'm not totally. Oh, so there's now a back to school uh, backpack drive that has arisen out of this. Um, And we will post the link to that. It's in the comments of this, but we'll also post the link to the event itself. Uh, It's the 17th of August. And... It's basically like there's a list of things to donate, like backpacks, lunch boxes, agendas, tissues, water bottles, uh, calculators, pencil sharpeners and stuff. So take a look at this. And if you have literally anything laying around your house uh, that kids could use or if you know somewhere to get a sweet discount or if you just have a little bit of extra money laying around and you want to sponsor one of these kids or donate some stuff, Get in touch with Dave because he's doing a really good thing here. So, yeah. So check support. the uh, Buns Podcast Zone for the links for that because uh, you know what? I don't know if anyone even reads the show notes, so I'm just gonna keep them super basic and just say, hey, if you want more info, hit up Buns Podcast Zone. It'll be easier that way. Anyway, speaking of children and education, Ricardo posts that he is ISO at aquarium so his kiddo can learn about the circle of life maintenance and the basics for caring for animals uh That's cute he started with houseplants which he's since graduated <laughs> he, oh god i haven't even graduated houseplants yet he had a bean plant that grew super well ricardo let's talk i need some beans in this whole little endeavor too um but uh it's actually just a really cute ki- uh picture of him and his kid and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the update says that they actually got a fish tank yay so he's gone from bean plant to fish cute and i'm wondering if uh what's it, what's after that like gerbil hamster, hamster rabbit, and then like, so, like rabbit oh no rabbits man rabbits what? live for stinking ever oh Though yeah. that is a lifetime that's like a 10 plus year animal i've had <laughs> in my lifetime pretty much every animal under the sun as a pet including things like peacocks Excuse me. Yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, that, that's a story for another time, maybe. I do a great peacock impression, but okay. I'm, I'm not going to do it. I mean, it's really loud. I'm not going to do it on mic, but just FYI. Next time. <laughs> 
But yeah, I, I've had every animal under the sun. I feel like the next step is some sort of caged animal, some, something that's contained in a small like area. Like a gerbil. Like a gerbil. Or, or you could go, you know, exotic Hamster. a little bit. Lizard or, or something along those lines. Gecko. An anole, perhaps. This is a great segue What's to my that next you this said? week on buns. <laughs> yeah, perfect segue. Almost uh, as if we planned it. <laughs> We actually didn't. That was no, was no organic. Uh, okay, so speaking of anoles, um, and or I mean, it's kind of a, it's it's basically a lizard. So James posted in Helping Zone buns. I found a lizard in my apartment, and like, what do I do? Does anyone want it? And there's a picture of this adorable little lizard, like in a glass. And everyone in the comments were saying uh, that they look like an anole. They're not native here. Uh, and people have them as pets. And he was like, do any of your neighbors have a terrarium? Like, did it get out of someone's house? And he responded that it came out of a plant that he got from a garden center. And apparently, this has, like, been happening. Like, someone else in the comments said that a different bun, like a month or two ago, yeah, had I the same thing happen and they ended up keeping it as a pet. Um, somebody suggested that they ask him about car insurance, which seems like a pretty good way to go. But um, <clears throat> otherwise, I think, I don't know. He said he put it back in the plant. <laughs> like, I'm not entirely sure what's happening with this guy. Like, he's back in the plant and possibly living off their dog water bowls and their fruit flies. Uh, he says if he finds it scurrying along again, he'll home it. But for now, I think that this anole is just like in this guy's house. Someone else in the comments actually said they specifically got some anoles to let loose in their house to take care of like a pest problem because they eat all the weird like other bugs that are around. Interesting. Interesting and slightly strange. Speaking yeah. of finding things though, Dion posts mystery box scavenger hunt number Ooh, 15. Exciting. It is in a nature path cereal box, but he says no cereal here. Only some free gifts for you to enjoy. And then there's a few hints as to where you can find said box. Uh, let's see if somebody's find it yet. No. Oh, buns, oh. get on it. Oh, oh, hold on. Oh, no. I had to click more comments. Oh. I'm sorry. It's just claimed. <laughs> Another box will be posted here shortly. Totally different and some and somewhere in the city. Stay tuned. So he's about to post another. Okay, so stay tuned. Hunt. What's his name again? Dion. Dion. Stay tuned uh, to Dion's posts. Is it in helping or trading? Trading. Cool. Trading, Main trading. zone, guys. Get in that. Get some like crazy. I love this scavenger hunt thing. Yeah, I remember so we fun. talked about, uh, I think it was him who had done it the last time, and there was actually like an unboxing set of pictures. This time there isn't. I don't know what's in there, but uh, let's see. Yeah, no pictures. Well, speaking of scavenger hunts, I have a human scavenger hunt for you. Uh-oh. Uh, this lady, Amy, posted on behalf of her friend, whose name is Christy, uh, for buns that are in Montreal specifically... They need help. A friend's son, his name is Ben, is incommunicado after reporting a lack of funds and place to sleep. Short story is he was tree planting, got laid off while on a break in Montreal and was expecting a check, which hasn't come yet. So he's stuck in Montreal. Uh, he'd been spotted on St. Catherine, St. Laurent, and St. Denis. Um, she posted photos of him and 
they're not that worried. They were like, can we mobilize him and find him and ask him to contact his mom? They're not estranged. He's just a little vagabondy at the moment. And she's worried because she hasn't heard from him for 11 days. Uh, he's a lovable sweetheart who is just unintentionally tormenting his mama. So there are photos. He has not been found yet. This was posted a couple of days ago. People are still bumping the thread. Uh, his mom has now joined Helping Zone and has posted in the comments uh, to thank everyone for trying to help. So if you guys see this guy, she said, like, literally just walk up to him and be like, hey, are you Ben? Like, call your mom. And that he wouldn't, someone was like, wouldn't he think that was super weird and creepy? And she was like, no, he'd think it was hilarious. Like, just please get him to call me. Uh, so please head over to uh, the Buns Podcast Zone because we're going to put up links to this. And you can see his face. And if you're in Montreal, this is quite literally a human scavenger hunt. So find this guy and tell him to call his mom. Yeah, come on, Ben. <laughs> phone home. Well, I know somebody that we might be able to get on the case. Mark, a.k.a. Peter Parkour. Oh, I thought you were going to say Laura. Oh, <laughs> that would have been good, too. But, Laura, uh, the Buns PI from last week. I don't know if you've seen this post, but uh, Mark, a.k.a. Peter Parkour is uh, an entrepreneur who works independ independently as Spider-Man in the city of Toronto. Uh, I've seen him around. He kind yeah, like of like runs and jumps off stuff and climbs scaffolding and does all this weird shit. Cool. So if you want him for uh, events, you know, entertainment services, etc., he is willing to trade his time for your stuff. That's cool. It's like the superhero version of the Disney princesses that we had last week who and his, will do his parties looks pretty good. and visits for trades. That's really awesome. Right? Not pretty good. Well, if you have a kid who has like a birthday party and is like obsessed with superheroes and Spider-Man, like get this guy on it. I got to tell you, Spider-Man costumes, pretty good. For my buddy's bachelor party, we all went to uh, Montreal and forced him to dress up as Spider-Man. And people at the bars loved it. <laughs> loved I was it. hoping that you were going to say you all dressed up as Spider-Men because that would have been amazing. That would have been good. <laughs> but the idea of, of, of drinking in a bar with Spider-Man is just like too much for some people. Did he have to like cut a hole for to like stick a straw in to drink? No, he kind of like flipped it up like oh, the, okay, you see okay. in like the yeah, movie. Yeah, you know? like when they make out. Yeah. He was, ma <laughs> he was making out with that beer pretty hardcore. Perfect. Yeah. Um, speaking of making out with beer, man, these segues are perfect today. Okay. So <laughs> a few days ago, Steph was looking for three kiddie pools, trying to build a beer fountain on a budget for my buddy's 30th birthday this weekend. Help me make his beer fountain dreams come true. And there's a photo. I've never in my life seen this. It's amazing. It's like there's a giant kiddie pool just completely filled with cans and then a second smaller kiddie pool on like a second tier that has like other like cans and ice in it and then there's a top tier like this thing is like mind-boggling oh cool it's, it's like, amazing it's a giant cooler fountain yeah kind basically of. And it's super rad. Uh, so that post was amazing. A bunch of people offered their um, their kiddie pools and also that like suggesting places for her to get them that were like pretty cheaper. Um, I personally want to, now that the weekend has come and gone, mm -hmm. I am ISO Steph to post photos of her finished product because I want to see it. Yeah. 
absolutely. I would love to see one of those in action. Speaking of action, if you're not getting any, this post from Christy is for you. Are you a bun that likes to have sex? I know I do. Not me, her. Well, me too, <laughs> but, but her. Uh, this is a direct quote, guys. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I won't be having much sex ever. I don't know why that is. Uh, But she works for the stag shop and received a bunch of stuff in, you know, as gifts for working there. And it is like everything under the sun. Lubes and dildos and butt plugs and... How uh, did I miss this post? (laughs) It sounds epic. Honestly, whatever you could possibly want, I assume, uh, she's got here. And so... For sex toys, she is ISO wine, knickknacks, snacks, makeup, something artsy, or good karma. Uh, oh, wow. Okay, so a everything DVD gone? introduction <laughs> to BDSM. Okay, all right. Edible supplements to enhance various as- aspects of your sex life. Interesting. Hot butter rum massage oil. Ugh. Uh, One-use packs of masturbation cream and massage cream, you know, if you're traveling or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's important to always have lube, guys. Whatever you want. I mean, there's vibrators, vibrators, cock rings, uh, arousal cream. I don't, I don't know what most of the stuff is, <laughs> but you know, it sounds a, amazing. A lot of is it, it all spoken for already. No, not all. I of feel it. like this would go pretty fast. A lot of it is spoken for, but not. Not everything. Not everything. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Sex toys. Crazy. Get at it. I can't believe I'm, I'm sad that I missed that post. Uh, okay. So on a completely different note, no segue here. Um, there was a post in Helping Zone where Laura... Originally, it's kind of... I'm. There's like two updates, so it's kind of confusing to read because the original post is the bottom and then the updates are above it so um she posted pictures of these two dogs like hanging out in a like sort of stairwell of a storefront uh said that these uh she found these dogs just like neglected them by themselves and she asked a guy hovering around them what happened he said a homeless man who owned them was arrested they have no collar no id no food or water and the guy who's with them admits he has no idea what to do Um, they've been walking around aimlessly and it's really sad. She didn't want to just leave them there. So a lot of people had commented on this. In fact, there's 112 comments. I honestly, for once, did not read them all because in her two updates, uh, she said, so she had originally said, I've called animal control, but then updated being like, I didn't actually call animal control. I just didn't want anyone here to call it. when I posted, uh, considering the guy was homeless. Uh, she had to leave after two hours, but she left her card with the guy who was there with the dogs. The dude said he was going to wait till seven, and the cop told him that he was going to come back and get the dogs by then. Uh, if not, the guy's going to take the dogs home and come back in the morning. So they really wanted to reunite this man with his dogs when he, uh, when he got back. Um, and then... The finale of the whole thing was that the owner got his dogs back. But the comments in this are really interesting because a lot of people knew the dogs. A lot of people knew the man. 
and said that they have like a really amazing like relationship with each other. Somebody posted their own dogs who were puppies from those two dogs. Oh, weird. Yeah. So they were like, oh, these are puppies from those two dogs. They're now adults and like they're really incredible. And if you've ever seen this man with his dogs, like you can tell they just have like a, a deep, like unbreakable bond. So it was actually really nice. Like it ended up, it ended up all being okay. Well, uh, on the topic of pets, Benjamin posts that he is ISO clothing. Uh, oh, she? She posts uh, ISO clothing. And um, in exchange for some cute clothes, she's willing to draw your pets. And there are photos here, and they are... Or not photos, illustrations is probably more accurate, and they are amazing, like uh, like little cartoons. I feel like it's like some sort of anime something, right? Those pretty, are amazing. Pretty good. Maybe I have so many clothes to trade. Maybe I'll get on this. I want a, I want a picture of of the dog that's ruining all of my podcasts <laughs> as we speak. Yeah. Every one, every single one. She waits <laughs> until the microphones are on to start rolling around playing with toys and, stuff. and making crazy crazy dog noises. Yeah. Oh, also, we'll trade for 20. So, you know, that's pretty sweet, too, if that's your jam. It is, uh, these pictures are pretty good. And if you've got a pet, then you know that you're obsessed with pictures of your own pet. So trade Benjamin some clothes. All right. Well, my, I think, last post uh, to talk about happened very like 20 hours ago. So just real squeaking in for this week on Buns. Or, uh, so someone in Helping Zone posted, hey Buns, my friend got a weird text today that she posted on her Facebook. The weirder thing is that her husband got a similar one from another number a few months earlier. And when she posted it, she found out that someone else had a similar one too. The reason I'm posting is that the text messages give me the heebie-jeebies. I suggested she report it to the police. What do you think? Any ideas of what it might be? Have you gotten a similar text? And so the weird thing about these texts, it comes out in the comments, is that many people have been getting them for years. Like, we, we found instances of it happening like two, three, even longer, like years ago. And so basically they're all like, they all start out with someone like pretending to mistakenly text you and being like, so the first one is, dude, who are the lawyers on CSCO's divestiture? OMG, I ran into Bobby and cutesy petite chick at Toronto Fashion Week. She's 16. He's 39. Winky face. That's so hot. LOL. For some reason, every single one of these texts starts with someone asking you about lawyers who are doing something with something like, and then talk, every single one of them talk about a dude and a girl who's like 16 dating. And it's super weird. The next one is like, hey Brad, who are the lawyers on MSFT's transaction? OMG dude, can't make it to your pool party. My parents insist I exemplify civility during Ramadan. Okay, that's the one that doesn't mention a chick. The other ones are all like, hey Bobby, did INTC's lawyers execute derivatives omg dude brad says your new chick is 16 that's sexy a petite virgin fashionista is hottie is a keeper lol and so many people commented being like i've gotten this text i replied to them 
or like someone even tried to play along and pretend that it wasn't a missed text and was like, oh yeah, man, like my new girlfriend is super young. How do I tell she's a virgin though? And then the person always replies being like, oh, sorry, that was a missed text, even if you pretend it wasn't. And then if you keep replying, eventually they're like, stop texting me. Why are you being such a creep? I'm going to block you. And you're like, what? You texted me first, you weirdo. And a lot of people were saying, maybe it's a phishing scam or maybe they're trying to get your information. But the extra weird thing is they never ask for your information and they get mad at you if you keep texting them. Well, it could be phishing enough that they know that it's a cell phone that belongs to a person so that they can continue texting it ads or doing other weird shit. Yeah, that's the only thing that makes sense. Like a bunch of people called, uh, or sorry, rather, a bunch of people, um, well, some people tried to call it back and it's usually, I think it's one of those websites that like gives you a fake phone number to text people Right. from. Uh, a bunch of people posted different articles about similar scams, but they don't seem that similar. Somebody thought that they wanted you to buy the stock mentioned in the first sentence uh, in order to... What, get a 16-year-old like If it was like a penny stock, no, I mean, that's just supposed to be like, make it seem casual, right? But it was supposed to be like, oh, hey, I'm dropping you an investing hit, like, hint by accident because I missed texting you. And he was like, they probably want you to buy the penny stock mentioned in that first sentence. Uh, but then someone did a bunch of research and was like, those aren't penny stocks. It's like Microsoft stocks. Because theoretically, apparently there's a different scam where someone does text you and you think it's like a tip. Like that like the stock is yeah about yeah. to like go up. So you buy it and they get a bunch of people to buy it. So it does go up, but then they sell their stocks and make a bunch of money and then the stock plummets. Right. But this doesn't seem to be that either. And people tried Googling and then found posts on Reddit that were like over two years old involving this and other blog posts from like two or three years ago that involved this. Hmm. And it's just kind of a weird mystery. So if you guys have gotten one of these weirdo texts, they're all very similar. Maybe check out this post. If you have a screenshot of the text, go post it. Everyone's just trying to figure out what it is. Like the only plausible explanation right now is that they're just trying to figure out if their phone numbers that belong to people and are still active. Right. But for what purpose, no one's quite sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Super weird. Anyway, speaking of weird things, although this isn't that weird, I just couldn't think of a better segue. Uh, Laura posts, this is my last one, by the way, that she is ISO somebody who has worked at Jimmy the Greek. Oh, I saw this. <laughs> she needs the recipe for that goddamn salad dressing God or the brand it. so I can buy it. I, I don't want your best imitation or your personal favorite creamy Greek dressing recipe. No. <laughs> I want the real inside info. And she's willing to trade her love. That's that's allowed on buns now. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, gratitude, firstborn child, etc. Well, so if you want a baby and you know the recipe... Or you want to practice making one. No, just kidding. (laughs) Or Uh, making salad dressing. Is that innuendo as well? (laughs) Um, (laughs) It is now. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, find Laura. She wants the Jimmy the Greek Greek salad dressing. If you know. Yeah, honestly. She needs your insider information. Imitators need not apply. 
Um, okay, I forgot. I have one more thing. So I, uh, I don't really want to go too into depth about the posts themselves, but every week almost, and especially this week, there were two different, two or three different like out of control posts about those goddamn anti-abortion protesters around the city. Uh. <laughs> and it always devolves into people fighting about and you know what it's it's actually this time it was not people necessarily people aren't necessarily fighting about um free speech fr- well it's it's that so no one usually it's not anyone fighting about uh being pro or anti-choice mm-hmm. it's always people being like well it's free speech and they have a right to blah 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 which fyi they don't because in canada you need a permit in order to have a demonstration in public spaces. These people never have permits. Call 311. It will pretty much always get them removed. However, the reason I wanted to bring this up, other than saying that, because that's basically how I comment on every single one of these posts, Mm -hmm. is that there is now a petition. Uh, An Oshawa woman has launched a petition to stop protesters from using graphic anti-abortion images because it can be... Like, not only uh, very upsetting to people who've had abortions, but also even women who've had miscarriages and who wanted to keep their kids, or even just, like, anyone. Like, they're horrific images, and a lot of people don't want their kids to see them when they're just, like, walking around in public. Right. Uh, Most of the images aren't even usually images of abortions they're just like horrific things that they're saying are from abortions and yeah, they're yeah. usually they're, they pretty much never are actual real photos of what they say they are um so <clears throat> in order to combat this this woman has a petition uh it's a very official petition like you i signed it and you have to put you put it's like literally a petition to the government of canada and it's on the Parliament of Canada like website for petitions. And you put all your info in and you sign the petition and then it emails you and you have to like confirm that you're a real human at that email address and that you meant to sign that petition. But if you're one of the people who's been getting involved in these buns posts and if seeing these protesters around upset you, go sign the petition because at the very least, even if these people do get to keep their so-called freedom of speech and protest, at the very least, they shouldn't be using the photos that are incredibly upsetting to a large number of people. I totally agree. I totally agree. I'll be the, I, I'm not going to be the first one to sign this. Obviously, people have already signed it. But I'll definitely be right up there signing this petition. The one thing I will say is that the graphic images kind of put it over the top. It's too much. Like you can have an opinion, but like that's, it's just, it's so, it's just too much. I think that people should be allowed on the streets to, you know, pass along whatever ideas they have. If you disagree with me, call 647-CENTRAL-936-8765 and tell me why I'm an asshole. But I think that people should be able to say whatever they want within reason, you know, but if they have a permit to do it, the place that they're doing well, it, which they never do. Yes and no. I mean, <laughs> fuck, look, at, look at all those people at like Young and Dundas. Do you know what I mean? Like those crazy preachers. Look, people should be allowed to, to spread, um, you know, as long as they have an, uh, an... How do I say this? As long as they're putting <laughs> it in an eloquent way, they should be allowed to 
kind of convince people of their ideas because that's how democracy works. Yeah. If people aren't allowed to talk about a certain subject, that's not that's not true democracy, right? People should be allowed to talk about anything, but but like you don't have to listen. And I think that you know you shouldn't. The within reason part is you shouldn't be forcing people, subjecting people and their children and anyone else to these graphic images, which, like you said, nine times out of ten aren't even They're part even of the relevant. proper subject matter. It's just <laughs> yeah. like it's just for shock, really, yeah. is what it is. So you know, fuck those guys. Uh, let's get them to stop doing that. You know, let's just save the graphic images for the packs of smokes. <laughs> all right well at least those are like actual pictures that are relevant also they're not like in your face i mean yeah, if exactly. you buy a pack of smokes it's in your face but you know what you're getting when you buy it and kids can't buy them yeah so head on over to i'm going to put a link to this every week we put up links to all of the posts that we talk about in the buns podcast zone i'm going to put a li link specifically to this petition and not to the buns threads involving it but I actually didn't bookmark them, but um, there will be a link to this petition here. So please, if you're one of the people who feel that freedom of speech is fine, but they shouldn't be able to use this incredibly graphic imagery to sign the petition. Yeah. Maybe we can change it. I agree. Also, uh, if you're tired of these debates, not that you should be. I actually really enjoy them, although they heat me up immensely. But if, if you want to take a so break <laughs> from the debates once in a while and just wanted to go, you know, more trade and easygoing social stuff, download the Buns app. You kind of... Oh, Buns app is nothing but trades. Kind of circumvent that. Well, more coming soon, though. Oh, that's true. But I right now. Can't really talk about it, but uh, some interesting stuff down the pipe. Anyway, up next is my interview with... Um, with the founder of Flash Foods. Ooh, exciting. Yeah. you Well, you'll hear the interview. I got really excited when I was talking to him because for me, the mark of a good idea is when you've heard it and you're like, why hasn't somebody done this before? And this this app is exactly that, I think. So, yeah. I wish it was around for my buns month. Although, oh, it's not really trade. Anyway. Anyway. Buns, keep trading. Find me on the Buns app. I just changed my name to at Koji, which is K-O-H-J-I. Starting this week, I'm going to be posting a bunch of stuff that I have around the house for trade, and we'll trade most of it for food or clothes. Or, I, yeah. Or other, what other stuff do you need to get by for a month? <sighs> we'll see. I mean, I'm not Maybe sure. Maybe like a book. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Well, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm going to pirate some of that stuff, maybe. I have an e-reader. Oh. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I may need, I might run if out of... If anyone has some e-books they want to trade, Koji. Yeah. <laughs> I, I might run out of toothpaste at a point. I can foresee that happening. Um, if you want to trade... I'm going to put this out there right now. If you want to use my backyard for a party, I've got a smoker and a barbecue mm. i'm willing to trade that space for some of the food and beverage that will be going on at said barbecue so event space and he has like a nice little couchy area yeah. and like a tent over it it's, it's a nice backyard or if you just want to trade any of the stuff that i have for like a night out because i probably won't be able to get booze otherwise well i no, i just won't be able to get booze otherwise not probably because it'll have to come from trade so Hit me up, guys, please. Don't let me starve. Help Koji. Troll and Koji. Word on the street is, at the end of the month, there might be a big party. 
and anyone who helps me out will be invited. Oh, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. All right. Keep on bunsing in the free world. Bye, buns. I won't give up. Come on now, fill my cup. Because, yeah, I know I'm on my way. Sometimes you got to say. The interview this week is with the founder of Flash Food. And you'll tell very quickly that I am on board with this idea 100%. And it's really important to note that when he sat down with me, I had no idea exactly what the app was going to do. I mean, I knew the idea was to make sure to reduce food waste and make sure that uh, instead of throwing food out, it found a home. But other than that, I wasn't exactly sure the logistics, who they were partnering with, how it was going to operate. And the more I heard, the more I loved it. And I know that there have been some detractions online, but I think that it's a little bit short-sighted. You kind of let people build the distribution networks and then they can use it any way they see fit. Uh, but that being said, 99.999% of the comments have been positive, And I think that this is a great thing for food waste, for the environment, for Toronto, for all of it. So check out the interview. Let me know what you think. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. All right, so I'm here with Josh, who is starting a, what, startup, app, etc., called Flash Food. I'll let you tell the story, but I did see the original post about a grocery store mm-hmm. throwing out a bunch of what seemed to be perfectly edible food, yep. and that's kind of where it came from? Yeah, yeah, All exactly. Right. All right, so why don't, why don't you tell me kind of the origin story of the app? Sure. So it was uh, it was really interesting. Like I started my career in finance and kind of bounced around, but I was, I was working in one of the big towers, and I was working late one night. And my sister gave me a call on her way home from work. She's a chef at a catering company at a big convention. Right. So she gives me a call and she's like pretty upset. Uh, She's like, we just threw out $4,000. I just threw out $4,000 worth of food because that's what my boss told me to do and there was no way around it. Right. She was pretty upset walking by homeless people, uh, whatever. Uh, The next day I started looking into, okay, like how can you, how can we solve this problem? And... She originally wanted to create a secondary market for uh, chefs to order directly from farms to cook organic food. And then I came across food waste. And the numbers were just atrociously bad internationally in Canada. Like, it's just messed up. Right. (laughs) Funny enough, on buns that next week, uh, somebody had stumbled across garbage cans outside of Walmart. And uh, they posted two garbage cans full of, like, Perfectly good looking food. Yeah, yeah. Like before the best before dates and they're like this this model's broken and there's a bunch of likes on it. But what was really fascinating was there was 110 comments. So digital marketing 101 before you invest any money in a company, you want to see if you have a company, you want to see if people are willing to, to download or to do what you're trying to get them to do. Yeah. So I created a launch page or a landing page and just went in each of the comments and I replied, this is what we're doing. Like Flash Food is founded tagged flash food and from the 110 people 27 signed up oh wow okay so digital marketing companies will tell you you have a a company when you have three percent conversion rate right right. roughly like 25 and then i took that and i went into the buns food zone 
and I just posted what we were doing. And there was 1,500 people in the food zone at that time. Another 150 people signed up. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So uh, before I start, you know, barraging you with questions, <laughs> why don't you tell me and everybody else what the app will do or does? Yeah, sure. So the, I guess kind of to take it back, there's a big issue right now. Grocery stores, restaurants are throwing out a ton of food and it's not, it's not really their fault. Like it's not like a big bad wolf thing. It's just, there's no easy process to connect users to surplus food before it gets thrown out. Right. Yeah. Their business model is is selling the food. And then once it hits a point, they don't have a, distri- a distribution method to get that food out there to people. Exactly. Because the logistics behind distributing food is expensive. So the grocery stores will throw food out typically 48 to 72 hours before it's best before date. The other thing that's interesting to note is a best before date in Canada is simply a quality measure. It's not a health and safety measure. Okay. So this is like basically an arbitrary number that was made up at some point by somebody and grocery stores have stuck to it. So the food that gets sold through flash food will be 48 hours before it's best before date. Right. Typically the process is you flip on the app or you download the app and you could search by location or by food type what's available around you. You could pay for the food through your phone. And then you can go pick it up that same day whenever you want. And there'll be like a deadline on the app showing you how much longer you have to go pick up your food. But it's pretty simple. Right. And I assume that it's probably going to be somewhat less expensive than if you were to go to the store and just buy it fresh. Yeah, absolutely. The markdown price is going to be a minimum 50%. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's a big savings. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it appeals to a lot of different groups. Maybe people that are... are uh, financially conscious and you know people who are just kind of thrifty yeah right so uh how many people to date do you have signed up uh around four thousand. wow okay and is that is is it currently like starting in toronto and then you're gonna you're gonna branch out from there that's exactly right yeah like we've got people signed up from like i said uh Australia, New Zealand, Russia, oh, Italy, really? wow, France, okay. Brazil, like literally everywhere around the world. But we want to be Canadian first, yeah. prove the model in our city. I think that we have people that are conscious enough that, that'll that'll get behind this. What's really interesting is that people don't understand is when food gets thrown out, it ends up in a landfill and it gets covered by other garbage and the food rots in an anaerobic state. So there's no oxygen Right. that produces methane gas. So to give you an idea of the scale of this problem, if international food waste were a country, it'd be the third leading country behind the U.S. and China producing greenhouse gas emissions. That's crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. Like that's that's like high quality food. For food to get into a grocery store in Canada, like, and we're not talking about like bad quality food. If right. you go to the grocery store today, you're going to have a hard time finding a yellow banana. Yeah, like they're yeah. all green. Right. Um, for food to get into grocery stores right now, it's like ridiculously difficult. They have to be so so aesthetically pleasing. So even the food that we're selling through flash food, like yeah. once people start and they use this a couple of times, they're gonna be like, wow, like this is a no brainer. Yeah, I remember reading an article about how, you know, certain types of fruits people expect them to be certain shapes or whatever. So if they don't match that shape, it just doesn't get sent to the grocery store. Yeah. So I know it's kind of early, but have you gotten a bunch of businesses on board as well? Yeah. So from a business perspective, we're partnering with one of the major grocery chains, potentially a few of the major grocery chains in Canada right. on our launch. Yeah. And that's kind of why we don't have an exact date because we're working through 
basically the legalities of the contract and how it's going to be set up. Mm-hmm. But this is going to be like, these are main companies in the city that we want to partner with from a grocery perspective. And then also we haven't talked about yet a restaurant perspective. So restaurants, sushi places, whatever, they've got tons of food that they throw at the end of the day. Oh, really? Okay. So, so you're going to, you're going to partner with restaurants as well. To, yes. Now, is it prepared foods from restaurants or prepared, is it prepared food? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So like you could go and potentially get dinner or something. Exactly. So like to give you an idea, like one of the companies that we're talking with, uh, who's actually one of the companies that we're in pretty serious talks with, they, these guys own five or six high end restaurants in Toronto. Mm-hmm. So what they're talking about is creating a whole new vertical, taking their trimmings, of their steak. Yeah. Cause whenever they make a steak, it has to look pretty. So they take the trimmings of it, grind it up, make a hamburger and sell it through flash food. Wow, and this okay. is like this is like a high end restaurant that it's like sixty dollars a plate. Yeah, yeah. They're taking they're talking about taking their vegetable trimmings, making mm-hmm. a soup, and selling it through flash food so that they can reduce their food waste to nothing. And the important thing here, chefs or grocery store level employees, people hate throwing out food. Like yeah, they yeah. hate it. Like it, it hurts. So, like we're getting behind. They're we're empowering them to be able to like make a difference themselves. And this thing is so easy from a from an upload perspective. Like, literally so simple. It's four or five pushes of the button, and your flash sales out. Uh, I know you you mentioned that you didn't have a solid release date, but do you know roughly you know quarterly or something like that? How yeah. how far off it is? Probably three or four weeks. Three or four weeks. Yeah. Okay, so that's not that's like nothing. Yeah. Like we're at the point where the the apps almost completely polished yeah and we're right there to announce this partnership wow okay so that's that's pretty incredible so it seems like you moved pretty quickly or did you already have uh you know the outline of a previous app to, to work off of no you just started oh, yeah from we started we started from scratch it's been maybe five or six months now we've yeah. gone through actually a couple iterations of the technology because like this has to be very simple to use and user friendly yeah, which yeah. is huge and then also the process and the store has to be friendly but what's cool is when you asked about like well, who are the types of people that are that are going to use the app like sure you'll have low income or the working poor basically and young millennials but the other thing is people that actually care about the environment like yeah yeah like we're <laughs> we're ruining the world with the food that we're throwing out which is nuts to think about but that's it's a huge problem i think like Two or three days ago was the time in the year, I forget what it's called, but it's where the earth has surpassed um, the tipping point of that year. So we're basically consuming more than we can use to sustain. Um, And this is the earliest in history that we've hit that mark. Like, take a look at the weather outside. Take a look at what's happening around the world. Like, I mean, global warming is a thing and we're contributing to it without even realizing it. So essentially you're allowing people to kind of help reduce waste but at the same time save some money so that's exactly right i yeah. think that that uh it seems like a winning model to me i'm uh i'm pretty eager to give it a try i next month i'm planning to live off buns so to see I if i can it. if i can you know go about my daily life without spending any money and doing it all on trade come on and uh you know who knows maybe in a month or two i'll, I'll just try and live off of uh flash food We'll, yeah. see, we'll see how that goes. I, uh, I'm i excited to see see where you guys take it. Uh, have you been in talks with anyone as far as expansion is concerned? I mean, you said that you uh, you have users from all over the world. It, mm-hmm. Do you have your eye on some other places as mm-hmm. well? Yeah, I just got back last week. I went down to uh, basically a North American Food Sustainability Summit in New Orleans. Oh, wow. Okay. And so we were in talks with major grocery chains in the States now too. 
And I mean, the funnel has to be big grocery chain takes it on and then you could target restaurants. Uh, and now we're at the point where in Toronto, we're going to start looking at restaurants that want to give us a try to see if they, I mean, they're making money on it. Like when they throw food out, they're losing money. You're losing right. dollars. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, we are looking at the States and international markets. Like once we prove this in Toronto and I think we have the people in the city to get behind this and absolutely to, to make a difference. And like you said, it's a no brainer. And I think there's a lot of people in Toronto who, who are very conscious. I mean, I, Buns kind of proves that, you exactly. know, there's enough people that around that want to be part of something like this. So why not just give it to them? We're giving people the ability to make a real difference without changing their life that much. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, it sounds super easy. I, I'm, I'm pretty excited to get my hands on it because I want to see what it's all about. And even just the aspect of being able to see, try a new restaurant, for example, yep. you know, at the very least, try something new and to save money on my groceries would be, would be a huge help as well. Yeah. So, okay, let's, let's move away from the app for a second. Are you a Buns user? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually on my way home from here. I'm going to uh, to make a trade. I printed. Uh, I ordered a Jose Batista like bat flip life size poster last year. Literally the day after he did it. Yeah, yeah. I paid way too much for it. Yeah, and now I'm moving in with my girlfriend, and uh, she's I got, like, no, <laughs> she's like, not a chance. <laughs> yeah. So I've got this. Uh, I've got a trade that's happening tonight. But it was pretty funny because like when I put up the trade. Yeah. Like I, I ISO'd like ridiculous things that I knew I was not going to get. Yeah. And people were like giving me pretty hard slack for it. But like I, I ended up like getting a decent deal and it's happening tonight. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what, what are you, what are you hoping to get? Uh, I'm getting 15 tall boys. Oh. 15 side launch tall boys. Oh, so good beer too. Yeah, exactly. Lucky guy. Yeah. Okay. So, um, <laughs> Just a few more questions um, before before we we end this thing off. Let me just ask you: Will I assume the app will be available on the Google Play and uh, Android? Uh, sorry, and the Apple App Store or yes. whatever it's called. Yeah. And is there going to be a website as well that people can get things through, or is it is it app only? It's going to be app only based, but we'll get to the point where it's a web platform. Like right. when I talk about that launch in three to four weeks, mm-hmm. like that'll likely be a beta launch to prove with the grocery stores to, to really iron out how this works. And then maybe another four weeks after that, we'll do a full scale launch. And do you know, is it going to be, cause you're obviously going to start uh, certain locations, I guess. Yeah. Do, you, do you have any idea where those locations might be? Yeah. So right now, yeah, likely um, in the Bay and college area. Okay. Uh, Spadina and, after <laughs> trying to say them without giving away the name. Uh, so like downtown core. Three high area three high traffic areas in the downtown core. Yeah. And then hopefully expand out from there. Well, exactly. Yeah. I, I don't think you'll have any problems, to be honest with you. It sounds like uh I'm the sign of a good app, I think, is when you hear the idea and you say to yourself, Well, why didn't somebody do this before? Yeah. And I think that that's exactly what this is. Because as as I hear it, I'm like, Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Well, why isn't why doesn't this you know, why hasn't someone figured out a distribution me- method for this for this wasted food? And I think that uh, I think that you've done it. So the last few questions that I ask all my guests. Well, you know what? Actually, before I get to that, because we haven't really talked about buns all that much, do you have any memorable buns moments? Um, it was funny. Like I was parking my bike outside when I was coming in here, and I saw all these like 
all these locks that were still on the uh, on the lock pad, I guess, or whatever you call it. Yeah. And obviously, the bikes were gone. So yeah. every time I see a bike deal come up or somebody stealing a bike, I laugh pretty hard. It's like a bunch of police officers <laughs> policing the city so nobody steals bikes. I, I think that's hilarious. It's crazy. It's you know, I don't I don't really ride a bike around the city, and I'm almost like afraid now because uh, of all the posts that I see of people getting their bikes stolen, whatever. But I mean, there have been a bunch of people who have, thanks to Buns, gotten their bikes back. So, which is pretty wild. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, interesting, and I think that there's a perfect intersection of communities that are willing to help each other out in, it, in your app because it sounds like an easy way to help yourself while kind of helping everybody one thing i think that's really interesting that we haven't really talked about yet with flash food is like we're building a community around we're trying to end hunger on a global basis so how do you end hunger do you do, you do it through flash food like the basis of our company no but a lot of things that we're going to implement within our company yeah. are going to be giving back to areas in the city that have people that deal with food insecurity. So I guess another good buns moment was when I was posting a couple of these, uh, these articles and when things started getting traffic, I had messages from members of the buns group saying I'm on food stamps. Like how can I buy food through flash food? Yeah. And just seeing people like that reach out and, and then telling me their, their stories about the food bank and, and now knowing what we're building is essentially a community where we can give back to people like that. And so there are ways that we're implementing this. We right. haven't we haven't really hammered them down to where I could talk about it, but ideally, like some of the money that we're going to be getting is going to be donated into credits for people that would otherwise not have money to buy food through Flash Food by themselves. Amazing, and and I think that uh, because of of how you're doing it, you're kind of starting in Toronto, letting it sort of expand, and you're building this distribution network. Once you've got the network kind of solidified. Then you can kind of figure out ways of of using that network for other means, you know, to help people who can't necessarily get food or anything like that. Because, I mean, once you have an established line, then you can use that to distribute it any way that you want. So I think that it definitely will open the door for uh, helping a lot of people. Okay, you know what? I actually just thought of something because I saw you on the news the other day. And um, I'm wondering, was that your first experience being on TV? Um, was it that bad? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just asking because, I mean, I've never been on TV. Yeah. Not that I can recall anyway. Yeah. And, uh, I'm, I'm kind of curious what that's like because you just, you started with an idea and yeah. then here you are on the news. Yeah. Uh, so it had like, how does I, that feel? It's cool. It's really cool. Like there's, there's been a bunch of wins so far, like as we've been found in the company. Like I have, I've been on TV before. Like I played hockey at a pretty high level. I was oh wow, okay. Interviewed a, a few times in my career, uh, so I have like a little bit of comfort. But the cool, like a funny story about the TV thing. So I thought I was gonna be sitting face to face with somebody. So I'm like a lot more comfortable talking in front of people. But yeah, I yeah. show up to the CTV office and they put me in this like room with a, a screen behind me and they're just like yeah look into the box that's where the camera is and it's just this black box with a red light on and right then there's a tv right beside it with the with the interviewer and then just me when it comes on to me yeah. so i'm looking at myself he hasn't asked me a question yet i'm on tv and i'm like what like what the hell am i doing <laughs> like what do i do with my hands you know yeah oh it's such a weird yeah sensation to yeah. um talk to somebody and not be able to like there's a lot to glean off facial expressions. You know when someone's done speaking, where yeah. you can kind of jump in and, and vice versa. And it's, I can't even imagine what that would be like. 
Yeah. But uh, it's cool that. And on, and on that note, like one of the wins when I was saying like there's been a couple wins, one of the bi- one of the wins has been like yeah, the TV stuff and like this getting traction, like that's all cool. But based on the numbers from a marketing uh, a conversion perspective that we had at the beginning with buns, yeah, we knew that people would be signing up for this as much as they are, and we knew that we'd get the traction that we have been. Like all the all the media that we've had has been inbound. Everybody messaging us wanting to hear the story, right? But the bigger wins are aren't getting on TV or having like I guess. The idea, um, like, validated, or, which is what Buns did. Like, Buns said, like, yes, this is a good idea. Yeah. We think it should happen. They did that without saying, like, yeah, start this. They did that by saying, like, by signing up. And then another cool thing is a lot of the comments, some of the comments have been negative about what we're doing. And then you have other people commenting back and getting back to that distribution question being like well like you solve the problem then like there this is a logistics problem right and one of the other cool things is like word of mouth like word of mouth is how things spread a lot of people have been tagging their friends like at whatever whatever at whatever whatever on this yeah yeah that's a win like things like that and like being able to help people like that's those are the wins absolutely the fact that people are so willing to share this yeah kind of proves that there's a need for this and it, there's a void that it exists there. And I think that any, I mean, I haven't read any negative comments, so I don't know yeah. what they would be, but I, I think that any detractors will soon realize, you know, the folly of it because uh, like I said before, once you, once you build that distribution network, you can choose to use it however you want, mm-hmm. but you need to be able to build it first and prove that it'll work. Mm-hmm. Right. And mm-hmm. then, and then you can, you can start, you know, uh, giving things away or finding an outlet for people who who need the food. The problem is that right now there's just it, it just goes into the garbage because there's nowhere else for it to go, and yep. and that's kind of what what you're starting. So I think that it's a it's a pretty fantastic thing, and I think that you you'll be you know once you are able to prove it, you'll you know you won't be wanting for for partners. I think that mm-hmm. a lot of people will sign on. Is there is there some way, let's just say someone's listening who owns a restaurant or owns some sort of business that might be able to work with you, how mm-hmm. would they get in contact with you? Yeah, so catering companies, restaurants, coffee shops, anybody, uh, grocery stores, you could just go to our website, flashfood.co, and there's actually a sign-up sheet there. You'll give us your information, and I'll, myself or one of the members of my team will give you a call. We'll come meet you learn your operation, see what you're throwing out, see if it's high enough quality to, to be sold through flash food and we'll right. take it from there. So yeah, just to be clear, it's flashfood.co, not C O M because, uh, <laughs> I might've made that mistake at first. <laughs> What's interesting is there's a flashfoods.com based in California. So we've had a couple conversations with the lawyer <laughs> to see if, if we're going to be okay there. It looks like we're going to be good. Um, but yeah, no. So, and I like I'd invite anybody whoever's connected to food in any way. Like we're literally ruining our planet by throwing food out, and we're giving vendors the opportunity to make money for food that would otherwise be thrown out. Right. I mean, it's it really is a no brainer. Yeah, it's it. I mean, this isn't just to be clear. Like I, I'm a huge fan of this, but it's it's not. I had no idea what this was walking into it, and it's not as if you came here and were like, "Hey, I want to promote my thing." I I reached yeah. out to you and was like, "I'm I'm interested. Let's see what's going on." But I think that th- it is a no brainer because the more I think about it, the more it seems like, okay, well, people are going to get food cheaper, uh, the vendors are going to make money, and things aren't going to go to waste. I don't see what the downside is there. Anyway, so there's a few questions that I ask everybody before I end things off. 
The first question is, what was your first buns trade? Um, it's probably this Jose Batista one. Oh yeah, so you've been yeah. you've been lurking around a while. <laughs> yeah, but, I've been uh, I've been creeping in in the. Uh, yeah, I haven't I haven't had any successful. I've made a lot of offers. Yeah, but I haven't had any successful trades until tonight. Nice. Okay. Uh, that kind of the next question was going to be what's your last buns trade, but uh, you know obviously it's going to be this Jose Batista <laughs> thing as well. Uh, and finally, what are you ISO? It just in terms of what? Like, what are you looking for on the, like if someone has something on the app that you want? Like, what is it that you're looking for? Um, Other than people to sign up uh, for Flash oh, right, right. but um, stop throwing out food, man. Like, give it to literally. So there's a Good Samaritan Act in Canada where yep. you can donate or distribute food in good faith, and you can't be held liable legally. Like, give away food to somebody before you throw it out. What we're ha- what we're doing right now is we're buying food like way too much, keeping it in our fridge, it rots. You throw it out. Like, be more proactive because like. You look at what's happening in the world. Like we're ruining our world. Like that's regardless of of whether it's food waste or whatever it is. Like there's a big issue there, and we can make a huge difference by also saving ourselves money. Like when you throw out food yourself, you're throwing money into the garbage. Yeah. Some of the numbers that we've seen, like the average American throws out between nine hundred and twelve hundred dollars a year in food. That's a month of rent or a couple of crazy weekends, you know? Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So just be more cognizant of that, I guess, and get behind this movement because it's going to be Toronto that we really want to foster this and to grow this and to build this because this is going to be international and we want people to look back and say like, wow, we can't believe this spreader for buns basically. Yeah. And, and it's a global thing. Well, that's amazing. See that, guys? He doesn't. He's not looking for anything on the app. He just wants you to stop wasting food, give it away, put it up on buns, do whatever you need to do. Just make sure it doesn't yep. go to waste. All right, man. Well, thanks so much for for sitting down and chatting with me. You know what? Maybe I'll uh, have you back on in a little while, a little follow up to see mm-hmm. how things are going because I feel like it's going to explode. Yeah. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. to me via Amy Rivard. That's Amy R-I-V-A-R-D. She's got a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Rivard Amy. And she says that uh, she saw my post on Buns. Great. She's a Canadian singer-songwriter based in New York City and uh, wanted me to feature the music. So here's what I'm doing. This song is called Where I Am. Check it out, guys.